We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Chicago Bears select. Welcome to Picks for Polls, presented by the Bear Report. Your number one source for everything Chicago Bears draft news, analysis, scouting reports, and more. Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, making their way to the podium, Andrew Freeman and Usaid Koshal. It's a position that's well-known in Chicago, one that every Bears fan can easily break down and discuss, get into all the ins and outs, the techniques, the scheme, the read, anything and everything. And that's from the end zone angle, the all-22 angle, or even the broadcast angle. And it's one that's seen a lot of change in the NFL over the last few years. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Picks for Polls podcast brought to you by the Bear Report and Blue Wire Pods. I'm your host, Usaid Koshal, and for today, we've got our first official prospect preview interview of the 2024 NFL draft cycle. For this episode, I got a chance to sit down with Washington State Cougars linebacker Devin Richardson, started his career in New Mexico State, then went to Texas, has some connections with Bears running back Roshan Johnson, and finally spent the 2023 season in the Pacific Northwest playing for the Cougars. Devin and I got into anything and everything about football along with what he does off the field. Without a doubt, guys, let's go ahead and let's get into the interview. Joining us now on the Picks for Polls podcast, he's coming to us from the Pacific Northwest. We've got Washington State Cougars linebacker Devin Richardson in the house. You can follow him on Twitter at Devin Richard underscore O. And we'll be talking football, Devin's journey to the next level, and a lot about his college career. How is everything going, Devin? Thanks so much for hopping on here today. Of course. Everything's going pretty well, man. Just been training. And then working on the side, so it's been pretty cool. So you, uh, so you're saying you got a job on the side as well, in addition to training. Where exactly are you training? So like I've done, or I'm sorry, where exactly you work? Because I've done so many of these over the years that you know I get real intrigued when prospects are like, oh yeah, I'm working as well as you know getting ready for the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I could have went back home and trained with uh, a guy that I used to train earlier on in college with. Uh, but I would have been coming out of pocket. And so I just connected with my straight coach who worked with me this last year at WSU. Uh, He's been getting me right. And I feel like for me, that decision just came down to, I wanted to be with 
the person who knew me and also has had me at my strongest and fastest I've ever been. And so I've just been doing that. And then while I'm staying out in Poland, uh, I'm just, I picked up a server serving slash bartender job just to keep some money in my pocket and uh, pay for rent and everything. That is definitely awesome. You know, it's can tell just watching a lot of your stuff. You're super well-rounded with everything. Okay, but let's kind of get into this thing, right? You know, your journey is unique because you originally out of high school went to New Mexico State, and then you ended up at Texas, and then Washington State University. And it's not a lot of times where, you know, in the world of NIL plus the transfer portal, guys are moving schools, you know, they may move it once or twice, but not necessarily, you know, two to three times. So um, what was a similarity and difference between all three of the programs? Because it's certainly, you know, a different vibe. Like Texas is a, probably the biggest fan base of the three. Then you got Washington State and then New Mexico State as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first and foremost, I just I give all that to God because – Looking back, coming out of high school, I thought I was going to stay in New Mexico State the whole time and go to the league. And then God opened up a door and allowed me to go to Texas. And then he closed that door and allowed me to go to Washington State. So it's just been definitely a journey where I've learned that I can't really plan out how my life is going to be, but more so just adjust to how God moves. So for the facilities and everything, um, I think Texas, like you, you had it. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, Texas definitely top tier. You got everything you can imagine, plus some. And then for like Wild State, happy medium where you got everything you need. And then that's where all that grit just comes in. Just, just determines like what you're gonna do with it. And then New Mexico State, surprisingly, they actually have like a a really good uh, facility and connections and all that stuff too. But you can just definitely see the difference between like a Power Five level and all that when it comes to like scheduling and competition. So, you know, talk about those, I guess, differences, right? Because there's a lot of when you look at, like when you're playing in those power five conferences, you know, as you've done over the last couple of years, you're playing against guys that are, you know, have similar aspirations in terms of, you know, they're getting all the media attention. They're probably going to go to the league most likely. Whereas at a smaller school like New Mexico State, that's not necessarily the case. But in a world of social media and, you know, huddle and everything, it becomes really easy to put yourself on the map. But you still have to go ahead, grind harder than the person next to you, and work harder than them every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it really just comes like. I think at every level there's going to be competition. I think I could just see the difference in preparation from my transition from New Mexico State to Texas and just how the coaches, like, really prepped you and stuff. Because one of my biggest reasons for leaving New Mexico State to go to Texas was I wanted to make sure I was I would be league ready and making sure that I'm not playing – I'm not playing – checkers but I'm playing chess and I'm actually like understanding the game in that aspect and stuff and uh, yeah I mean I think there's dogs at every level I mean even at New Mexico State I was fortunate enough to play Alabama and then fortunate enough to play Ole Miss so it's just when it comes to the power five conferences you have consistent um, big opponents versus like if, you, if you're in New Mexico State you probably get like three or four money games so it all just depends, and 
like I said, I think each team just has those dogs. You know, some guys are like a dominant rough that just slips and uh, slips between the cracks. So, yeah. Okay, so I have to go ahead and ask you because, um, you know, it's not every day that we get to have a prospect on here that has played against a SEC team like Alabama or Ole Miss or even a lot of these Pac-12 teams like Oregon and the University of Washington. But what is it like playing a lot of those big schools? Because as a player, you know, you're going to come in, you're going to be focused, you as an individual, but also part of a greater team. Like you're going to do your 111th, but there is I feel like a significant amount of hype when it comes to those games because you want to as an individual like you want to play you know Alabama and Ole Miss and in a lot of the rivalry games because those games mean something different at any level yeah I mean just being at the Mexico State it was more so like um it's planning I mean, it's like what are those things where they're like, there's a lot of hype around it because it's like name and everything, like just going into it, blocking out the noise and understanding who you are, all the preparation you work, understanding that they bleed just how you bleed. That's just how it is at the end of the day. And um, I mean, of course, there's like a, a lot of noise and publicity around it, but I think, I think I'm honestly happy when it came to, since I played the uh, high school ball in Texas, like Friday nights, uh, Friday lights or, Friday night lights were huge. So uh, it just – it was easy for me to really just – once I'm on the field, I'm on the field versus, like, here in the crowd and just all these stuff. It's, like, it's easier to block out. Um, but it was also just dope to go against those guys just to make plays and know, like, yeah, I can't compete at this level. So it was, like, reassurance for yourself and just um, just out there just, just trying to get yours, really, and try to get those highlights. So, okay, you mentioned going up against some of those guys. I have to ask you, I mean, and full disclosure, I'm not trying to start like any sort of beef here, but was there any player that you absolutely loved going up against because of who they were and their competitive spirit was also the opposite end of it. Is there anyone that you kind of did not like to go against or any sort of program and team? Uh, I don't really think I have anybody that I don't. Like going against more so because my play style. Like I like to see myself as like a side of the assassin. I like to picture myself as like Black Panther when I hop on the field. Because like, what do you think about Black Panther? He's like, he's not loud. He's very strategic, silent. He gets the job done. So I try to be like that because he's also strong too. But um, definitely that that Bama team. I always look back at that because it was this. It was a wild game just because we had like Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle. To uh, Najee Harris, so like I think the person that surprised me the most was going against Tua, because you would think he would like talk a little more, but like playing against Tua, he's like, oh my, like not in the sense of like how he does, like he's a crazy technician, but like it's like not too too much talking, but he's directing, directing, snap, and there's no like all that extra talk after the snap, like you would think he would talk mess, he doesn't talk no mess. He's just yeah, he was different. And then uh I thought I remember this one play going against Jenna Waddle. Uh he was doing a punt return against us. Bro reverse field twice. It was like what what is what's going on right now? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it is so, you know, it's it's so interesting, right? Because you feel like, you know, with social media and everything, you kind of get much up closer to these players and you probably would have, let's just say, like 10 to 15 years ago. And so you kind of get this inside scoop as to, you know, what their personalities are and what they're like. But you mentioned yourself as being strategic. I think, you know, the position of linebacker has changed so much, right? And it continues to take on a new meaning because, you know, 20 years ago, you had guys like, bigger guys that were 6'5", 6'6", like a Ray Lewis or Brian Erlacher that kind of did a little bit of everything. And now your linebacker responsibilities, guys are getting smaller, but they're also getting much quicker, right? You've got your like off-ball linebacker, right? And then obviously you've got your traditional terminology like your Mike, your Sam, your Will. But just break down, you know, your play style um, and kind of who did you learn that from going up? Was there any, you know, linebackers that you maybe looked up to? Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like my whole transition was unique because I grew up wanting to play quarterback my entire life. And I played that all the way up until my junior year of high school. That was the first time I ever played defense. So I played off the edge and I didn't play off the ball backer until I got into college, actually. So the guys I would look up to or just watch their game was obviously Ray Lewis, um, Bobby Wagner, just because of his frame and style. And then I think the guy who helped me a ton, who took me up under his ring, was uh, Terrell Hanks, my freshman year at New Mexico State. Um, So I think even now it's like I'm still learning a lot about the game and just how to be a linebacker and just just don't be and just get the job done. Because I think first and foremost, before anything, I was an athlete and – just getting into football, like me and my brother go to him and do like bodybuilding stuff. So I was always just, I always had a knack for just loving the weight room and just being, even after ball, I want to be like a strength coach. So I think first and foremost, I was an athlete. And I think now it's just like, it's just beautiful just to see different aspects of the game, just learning. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's like, you can never learn too much about, you know, one position or about the game of football, whether it's 
on the field or off the field stuff. But, you know, as a linebacker, I think you're always kind of taught in various different ways, right? And it's not just like, hey, go ahead and flow to the ball. There's a lot of, you know, stuff that takes place pre and post snap that you have to account for. Like, for example, you know, as a linebacker, you may go ahead and decide, okay, I'm going to read the guards or the inline tight end to get an idea of whether it could be a run or pass play. And Mm -hmm. so you really have to go about doing a lot of film just to study your opponent's tendencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of work, lots of film work. And I think another aspect of my game that I just also have a knack for, just because how my uh, journey has went since I started off as edge, like I love to rush. Like that's probably one of like my favorite things to do. And I think a guy that I'm looking into and just falling in love with his game simply is Michael Parsons, just like how he's like a hybrid backer, how he can just fly blitz the passer and then also just play off the ball as well. So have you watched a lot of um, Micah Parsons film? I'm guessing then how about other guys that are at the top of the game right now, like a Roquan Smith or a Patrick queen, just to get an idea of the different types of linebackers that are in the league today. Yeah. uh, Fred Warner, his footwork is crazy. Uh, Definitely Micah Parsons, definitely his, uh, passion ability and another guy was uh uh leonard he just went to the ravens um just like how just his frame and just his play style just his flow to the ball but definitely like fred warner and bobby wagner and michael parsons like those are like three-headed monsters in my opinion because bobby wagner his block destruction with o-linemen and then fred warner with his footwork and his elite hustle to the ball and just be able uh, to impact plays and just direct as a like as a Mike linebacker. I think right now he's like the textbook standard for a uh, backer right now. I mean, yeah, there's so many, and I think you know a lot of what it is. It's like there's the great individual player, and then there's kind of how that player fits into the defense and how the rest of the scheme and the other ten guys around the one player make that guy so successful because linebacker is, you know, not the easiest position on the planet to play. But, you know, earlier you talked a lot about and you mentioned film study, right? Like you're constantly watching guys. But what is, you know, your process like when you're sitting down watching film yourself and then you're in team meetings, you're taking notes? Like what's that process like for you? It's very tedious. And I think uh, I really appreciate the last couple of years. JC Sherry, he came up with this, uh, basically like a formula just to go throughout the week and just watch them. Like, so we were personnel uh, on like Mondays, just looking at the running backs and the tight ends and just how they play their run styles and stuff. Because, you know, as a mic backer or as a backer, you just always worried about stopping the run, first and foremost. Once you stop the run, then uh, a lot of stuff falls into play and just connect. Um, third downs and just second down is we just build up to like second and then third down. And then just uh, definitely like definitely the money down. So that third down just to make sure that we can get off the field and just uh, like for me, I like looking at like the tackles and then the interior alignment, just because for certain uh, play calls on blitzes, just seem like the indices of like how the tackle says or like, uh, how I can make certain moves or like if uh, certain O-linemen are suspect to like speed to power or like power moves or 
just stuff like that. It's just very tedious. And then just watching whole game clips as well, just to see the flow of the game, just to see how um, offensive coordinators like calling it and just like the whole entire of like a football team and like what their agenda is to do against us. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, playing defense and then more specifically having to focus on the tendencies is never an easy thing because it kind of, you know, Every single down, you just know that, okay, they're showing one look, but they could show something else. It's kind of this, like, massive guessing game, whereas when it comes to offense, you are able to go ahead and audible in and out of something that you may want to go ahead and do. But, you know, focusing on the Bears here, this is a team that, you know, in a franchise that has always been known for its linebacker play, right? Like, everything in any season could be going wrong, but the linebackers are somehow magically the lone bright spot. What should Bears fans know about you as a person, especially over the next couple of weeks here as the draft process heats up? I think first and foremost, uh, I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ. That's what I always start with. That's my root. That's what's got me this far. That's what I lean on when times get tough. And I'm a hard worker. Love the weight room. Love the guys. Like for me, like, I just want to make an impact on any team, whether that's on the field or off the field. Like, I think it's beautiful just being able to be in a locker room and just to just touch lives and just to just impact people and just be like a leader, whether like it's on the field or off the field. I know in the league you have to wait your turn, but I know that I'm with, I'm going to do the most I can with my role. Like, that's one thing that one of my coaches taught me, uh, Coach Jeff Choate. Uh, at Texas, who's like, uh, be a star in your role. Like, your the role you have right now, make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability. So, so I need to go ahead and ask you this because you talked about being involved on and off the field, right? Making an impact for a team. I mean, you seem to be this incredibly like community oriented person. Uh, throughout you know high school and college, did you work? or I'm sorry, do any sort of like off-field stuff to help benefit the community? Uh, yeah, we would go to uh, like elementary schools and like read to kids. And this year I wanted to get like a few things going. It didn't fall through like I wanted to. I wanted to do like this. Um, I wanted to do a turkey drive for one. And then I also wanted to do like, there's like a whole system between Walmart. I was in connection with the uh, with the CEO at Walmart, but it never happened. But I wanted to have this system. You know how at self checkout, like um, at Walmart, I want to be to where you can like push a button and click, uh, click like donate. Like you could donate like a shirt, a pair of pants, or like socks. And you can just click and it to your bag. But you actually wouldn't get it. It would just be under the system, so that they can just put it to the side and just donate at the end. I thought that been pretty cool, but I think just in the future, I just want to just make sure, like, I'm just giving back, even to, like, my clown community, like, the community that helped push me to even go into college and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, that Walmart stuff is really unique because I feel like, you know, the world of football, and again, I coach football too, but it's so easy to just go do something like, hey, you know, we're going to go ahead and read books to like elementary or middle school kids or just go and you know do a few drills with them and again you know we're not saying that you shouldn't do that stuff like that's still really beneficial but um you know was there throughout high school and just playing youth football and all that was there any specific person that had this massive impact on you that you you know feel like to this day 
something that they said to you, a message they sent you has stuck with you and you kind of live by it every single day? Um, I think it's a few things. The first thing I thought about was uh, growing up at church for me, this uh, group we call it was Young Kings for Christ, which was all the youth guys. And it was Chris Alfred and Darren Ward. They just took all of us up under their wing and they taught us discipline, just memorizing like Bible verses and stuff, and just basically how to be a man, how you're supposed to command him, make sure you look him in the eye and make sure it's firm and stuff like that. And I think just it's people along the way, like, you know, like, um, I just love sowing seeds into people and having somebody just pull me to the side or like send me like a message saying like, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but like you're doing this and this and like it's really helping me out. Just hearing messages like that, I feel like that also just fuels my fire just to just keep doing what's pure and just like pure intentions from my heart. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, anyone who has ever been involved in something kind of has always had someone really influence them along the way. But, you know, in terms of your journey to the league, right, that training is such a significant part of it. What is a daily kind of training session for you like? Are there any specific workouts that you're doing because you do play linebacker or do you kind of differentiate and change it up every single day? Um, a lot of it's structured based off of what my strength coach gives us. And then, um, so like on Mondays, we do like heavy leg day. Tuesdays, we do um, heavy upper body. And then Wednesdays, like film study, just based off of like our starts and like running techniques. And then um, we do a, a two more workouts, which is similar to like Monday and Tuesday, just changes the actual workout itself. And then on Saturday, we do like play drives like past Saturday we did like, um, like a mock pro day, or whatever. And then we did two, um, two play drive series of like 15 plays. So just getting conditioned, not only for pro day, but just like camps after the draft or whatever. So just making sure that we're in football shape. Yeah. I mean, you have to really differentiate up every single day because I feel like as a linebacker, like you move in so many different directions, things can change within an instant, but you know, it's a long process to draft, right? And everyone kind of always hears about, well, you know, so-and-so team is doing their homework on so-and-so prospects, but I feel like as a prospect, the opposite is also true like you equally have to go ahead and do your homework on teams because they're interested in you right you want to know anything and everything you can about where you could potentially end up and you know what a certain team and a front office person and linebackers coach etc all that good stuff is kind of about Mm -hmm. yeah i think like for me also transition has been unique for me because I didn't really know too much about the whole process and like getting the agent. Like I knew you were supposed to have an agent, but didn't quite sure you had to have one. So I was honestly going to go into the draft without one, but it just didn't seem wise thinking about it. Uh, just the more I thought about it. And then uh, finally reached out to Emily Staker. I honestly forgot, like uh, I was following her on Instagram for a while, but I forgot that she was an agent and then she popped up. I was like, Oh snap. Like let me hit her up. And, She's just been doing an amazing job, and we just started just, like, 
the whole process and making sure that my family's on board and making sure that they understand the whole process too and just moving forward just to get to understand like like I say like potential landing spots and like um just like what scouts or whoever is saying yeah i mean it's this incredibly extensive process but last one from me here, you know, where can people kind of follow you on Twitter, check you out on Instagram, maybe just keep up with um, a lot of uh, your work throughout the next couple months? Uh, so, I mean, all my socials are the same, like you said in the beginning. It's Devin Richard underscore on. I would put Devin Richardson, but somebody took the full name. So just keep it simple. I'll keep it the same everywhere so that it's easier to find me. So. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, go ahead and shoot Devin a follow. You're obviously going to want to keep up with everything that he's doing both on and off the field. You know, thanks so much for being on here. Best of luck to you over the next couple uh, months here. And, you know, hope that you land in Chicago. So because if you do, then, you know, I will tell you right now, I will tell Bears PR and be like, hey, give me an in-person interview with Devin Richardson. That'd be dope because my boy uh, Roshan Johnson down there uh, killing it right now. So that'd be dope. Oh, wait, okay. So how much? How do you know Roshan? Just dating back to your high school days? No, nah, Texas. He played at Texas. He was there when I was there. Oh yeah, I forgot. So then I'm assuming you do you talk to Bijan as well? Then? Uh, not as much. That's a busy man right there. But yeah, that's my dog too. Okay, yeah, no, Roshan is, you know, super, like, it's weird because I've tried to talk to him, and he's just, like, so focused on football. He's like, yo, like, I appreciate the questions and everything, but I can tell he's just someone who just wants to go, you know, watch film and just get out there and do drills and all that. He's, like, he is locked in. Like, I'll never forget the, it was after the season we went five and seven. Like, he called a whole team meeting, and he basically, like, set the tone for that whole year is like guys like this is not happening like we have to put our best foot forward he just he just I, f- I can't remember exactly what he said but you could just feel the fire in the room and that just is a testament to his worth ethic and who he at who he is as a man and his character and his leadership abilities so absolutely certainly very you know interesting um as a person and as a player That was some really good stuff from Devin, breaking down who he is as a prospect, how he plays the linebacker position, and overall just how competitive he is, along with all the off-field work he does. Before we get out of here, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Usaid Koshal and check out my work on the Bear Report website. I've got scouting reports, podcasts, as well as just articles dropping multiple times a week make sure you're checking out the picks repose podcast on twitter at picks repose leave a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast don't forget to have notifications turned on for your podcast apps as we've got a new episode dropping almost daily over the next few weeks bear down and see you next time whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.